her years of experience and dedication to guide you through the world of estate planning, probate, wills, and more. Now here's your host, Kathy Rue. Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's the top of the noon hour on Monday, October the 3rd, a blessed Monday. And I'm here in the studio with Kevin Ebling. Always good to be with you, Kathy. Thank you. And Zach Lewis. Good afternoon, exactly. Kathy. Good to see you again. Thank you. Yeah. I saw you guys featured at the world, uh, the State Fair. State Fair of yes. Texas. State I went Fair to your Facebook um, website and I saw you guys were doing live from a broadcast believe it or the not State Fair. so and i got excited do, yeah <laughs> so we're gonna pencil you in and we're, we're like, gonna oh, figure yes. something out yeah thank you that's what i was i was That'll looking for time. that invitation we'll, we'll let all <laughs> the listeners know i want to do a live broadcast yeah. from the State Fair. yeah no we'll do a big push from facebook let everybody know when you'll be there and then yeah yeah anybody listening now or, or to the podcast once we have the date coming out and that would be out, great yeah? And yeah everyone who's been listening thank you for tuning in thank you for staying with me on my radio show and come out to the state fair come visit us at the table i'm happy to answer your questions you get to meet me zach kevin yep. have fun with us eat some deep fried oreos absolutely oh man <laughs> and some other goodies there's always great we're also food right by keeps cocktails as well if uh, so if you care to indulge in a sure. beverage it's also yes, right there it's like yeah. maybe a bloody mary no, nothing says real estate planning <laughs> like a, a bloody mary. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a noon cocktail yeah exactly a nooner <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. That's that's lunch break I can get on board with. Exactly. So we are here in the studio today, and we are going to talk about Medicare, the Medicare. ABCs of Medicare, or understanding the alphabets of Medicare. Anyone who knows about Medicare, even if you know a little bit, would know that there's a lot of alphabets associated with Medicare. So I'm going to go through some of them today, talk about a few of them, and try to clarify um, the the web of alphabets or the puzzle of alphabets that is medicare sure i'm gonna have some questions on this one today too okay <laughs> yeah i gotta be honest out of all the shows uh, you know that I, I have any involvement in this one is probably the one i learned the most from because i don't know a lot going in and i know we've done five episodes so far on a variety of different things but medicare is something i definitely don't know any about because that's one of those terms i hear and i think oh, i'll get to that when i'm older that's fine but of course as i've learned and everything else in this show this is probably something i should start to figure out now at least have you know have a basic knowledge of yeah, so I mean, yeah, with everything with the healthcare system oh and all stuff gosh. today, it's good, it's good, important information. <laughs> you got you well, to you get the stuff. Now it it really is, and the thing about Medicare is it's part of the elder law planning that goes into estate planning. Um, your basic estate planning is planning that's available to just any adult, and um, so you really don't get to Medicare until, of course, you're an older person. So this topic it pertains more to the elder law part of my practice. Right. So the big question is, what is Medicare? It's different from Medicaid. Medicaid, That's the other M word um, that's associated with insurance. But they're two different programs. And today we're talking about Medicare. Medicare is a federal health insurance program that pays most of health care costs for different groups of people. Um, The groups are people who are age 65 or older, people under age 65 with certain disabilities, people of all ages who are suffering from end-stage renal disease, and then people with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And everyone may remember the ALS challenge that was going around uh, viral on 
the Facebook. The everyone, ice bucket challenge. Everyone was doing the ice bucket challenge. I remember yeah. that. Believe it or That's not, I participated. Challenge. Kevin Ebeling did that twice because the did. first time, I forget what happened. The video didn't work or something like that? No, some people accused me of not doing it properly. That, right. That, that, that too much of the ice and water went behind me and not on me. So the second time I filled an entire trash can full of ice <laughs> right. water and really did it right. It felt like the end of a sporting event when they get the, the Gatorade poured on them. Yeah, well, yeah. to your credit, at least you did it outside by the pool. I did it inside in my apartment bathroom. Oh. And that oh water goodness. got everywhere. It was oh a horrible goodness. idea. So, yeah, lesson learned, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an outside activity. Right. Um, I didn't, unfortunately, get a chance to do it, but my kids did it, and we had a lot of fun with them doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. So, I understand that Medicare has, has two parts. Yes. Um, what's important to remember is there's a original Medicare, and original Medicare does have two parts to it, part A and part B. So, here we go with the alphabets. Right. The alphabet soup of Medicare. Okay, so part A is going to be hospital insurance. It covers your expenses if you are hospitalized. For example, it pays for inpatient care, critical access hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospice care, some home health care, depending on what it is, you have to look at your plan, and then it'll pay for all but the first three pints of blood each calendar year. This is such fun stuff to talk about. First three pints of blood, huh? (laughs) The first three are Mm, not covered under Medicare. Right. All the rest of the blood you need is covered under Medicare Part huh. A. <laughs> is so. like a, a legal limit? Like the first three, yeah, yeah you got to pay for yourself. The rest will get you. Okay, so then you have it's part... Like deductible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have Part B, which is medical insurance. And under Part B, Medicare, that's what most people pay a monthly premium for when you sign up for it. And so the medical insurance, which is Part B, is going to pay for doctor's services. It will also cover outpatient hospital care. It covers some other medical services that Part A doesn't cover. And it covers some home health care. It will cover clinical laboratory services, durable medical equipment and supplies. And it will cover, and this is a, a great part of medical insurance, a part B, preventive health services, such as exams, health screenings, and shots. So flu shots, pneumonia shots, that will be covered under your part B medical insurance of Medicare. And it's important to, you know, to get these two parts of Medicare um, defined and clear in, in everyone's mind that Part A is for hospital insurance if you're hospitalized. Part B is for medical insurance if you have to go to the doctor or have tests run. That's going to be Part B. Part A, most people don't pay for Part A. When they are eligible for Medicare, they get that without having to pay a premium. Part B, most people pay a monthly premium for Part B. It's just, it's, it's very similar. Part B is very similar to if you had health insurance through your employer under a group plan. Ah. And your employer was deducting premiums every month from your paycheck. Or if you have Obamacare and you're paying a monthly premium every month for medical coverage, 
that's what Part B is comparable to. The difference is when you are buying private insurance, you usually get your medical insurance and your hospital insurance bundled together. But in Medicare, in original Medicare, it's unbundled. And so Part A is your hospital insurance and Part B is your medical insurance. Um, One question that often comes up when you start talking about Medicare is what does it cost? How much am I going to have to pay? Sure. And that becomes a critical factor when you're talking about hospital insurance. And when you combine hospital insurance with people who are aging out, um, cost become important because generally as we age, our income becomes more and more fixed. It's less variable and it becomes more limited because we're drawing usually from retirement sources. And the other factor that influences the cost is as we age out, our bodies deteriorate, our systems begin to fail, and we start developing systemic illnesses such as high blood pressure, diabetes, um, kidney disease, all types of issues occur as we age. Mm. And so that's when your hospital insurance is important to have. And that's when costs become a critical factor. So for hospital insurance under Medicare, most people get Part A automatically when they turn age 65. Sorry. Excuse me, I got a little frog (laughs) in my throat there. (laughs) That's another factor of aging out. You get frogs in your throat. Well, yeah. (laughs) Happens to the best of us. It does. Sure. Um, So they don't have to pay a monthly premium for Part A because when they before they retired while they were gainfully employed they paid taxes they paid their medicare taxes they those taxes were deducted from their wages while they were working right either by uh, their employment or by their spouse's employment so that's the reason that most people don't have to pay any type of premium for hospital insurance when they turn age 65. We have got uh, to go to a break. I'm getting signs from Kevin. He's going to break my neck (laughs) if I don't take a break right now. (laughs) So stay tuned. We've got a lot more to talk about. We're here in the studio having fun. It's the Law with Kathy Rue continues next on RNCN. RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. This is my car. I mean, it's nothing fancy, but it's nice. Nice. Gets me to work and to the mall, though it's kind of trash with all my stuff. Stuff. I swear there must be 30 CDs laying around in my workout bag. Oh, and my laptop. Laptop. Like I said, a mess, right? It's perfect. But it's perfect for me. Good gas mileage, and once it's paid off, all mine. All mine. Hey, want to go for a drive? Let me get my purse. Just be a second. Just takes a second. Where you are, they are. Last year in Texas, car thieves stole roughly 100,000 cars and trucks and burglarized thousands more. They look for anything of value inside or if you left your keys or failed to lock the doors. When you leave your vehicle, hide your things, lock your car, and take your keys. Remember, you hold the key. Okay, I'm back. And my car? Where's my car? This warning from the Texas Auto Burglary and Theft Prevention Authority. 
Hi, I'm Graham, inventor of the Sneak Guard. Our homes are full of adventurous snoopers. They go through everything until they find something they like. Children, roommates, babysitters, teens, pets, you name it. Snoopers are everywhere. Sneak Guard is the world's first purpose-built locking vacuum storage container, designed to protect snoopers from the unintended ingestion of medications and more. Safe, responsible storage. Available now at sneakguard.com. S-N-E-A-K-G-U-A-R-D.com. We're asking folks about marriage. Marriage makes me think of sports. You know, teamwork, dedication. Okay, let's see what people say. Let's say your marriage is a sport. What sport would it be? Basketball. Surfing. You have to be a team sport. A lot of back and forth. A lot of people watching. So how many people are influenced by your marriage? Hundreds. You really think about the ripple effect. It's like a wave. <laughs> Want to improve your marriage? For ideas, go to foryourmarriage.org and message from the Catholic Church. Hi, I'm Sarah Crilly. Joining me today, Ann Badmiss, partner of Sheaf and Stone and founder of the Immigrant Journey Awards, happening on June 10th. Welcome, Ann. Thank you, Sarah. So great to be here again. Our event is at the Prestonwood Country Club on June 10th, starting at 1130. We will have a guest speaker, which is the president of UTA, Dr. Vishtap Kabari, who is also an immigrant, and we'll talk about his experiences and the contributions that immigrants are making to the DFW area. Thank you so much again, and I encourage all to go to immigrantjourney.org. You're listening to It's the Law with Kathy Rue on RNCN. Welcome back, everyone. We got cut short going to a break, but we're back now to talk more about Medicare this afternoon. I'm here in the studio with Kevin Ebling. Hello, hello. Hello, and Zach Lewis. Hey. Hey. And we were we left off talking about the cost of Medicare. And during the break, Zach, you had a question for yeah, me? Yeah, I wanted to inquire. Yeah, one of the things I don't understand along with, you know, estate planning and, and, and Medicare is, uh, you know, taxes. <laughs> I, I just don't get them. So, I mean, I pay them, of course, but I don't understand them. Um, but here, here, here's my thing. Uh, I wanted to ask. This Part A Medicare, you said that most people pay into it through their taxes. Now, is this one of those things that people, everybody pays into, and then when you retire, you just get it because everybody pays into it. And it's like a, like a communal thing. Or is it, you know, your personal wages go into your Medicare Part A for you? Well, for Part A, it's it's your wages are being deducted gotcha. and held in your Medicare account for you. Um, for example... And we talked about this during the break. I mean, if you're employed, if you're gainfully employed and you're getting a paycheck regularly, your employer is required by federal law to deduct Social Security and Medicare taxes from your paycheck. It's the law. It's the law. It's the law. Mm. So that has to be done. And this is the reason why you pay it for this federal program to provide you with hospital insurance when you turn age 65 and you're eligible to retire. So you're paying a little bit every paycheck according to how much you earn. And then when you retire, that money is there. You've already paid for your uh, Medicare health insurance, so you don't have to pay for Part A. And you get that benefit if either you or your spouse paid in those taxes through their wages. Now, if you didn't work and you didn't pay in taxes for yourself and you weren't married and so your spouse didn't pay in, then that's a situation and, and those are infrequent situations. That's a situation where you would have to pay a monthly premium, you're not going to get Part A 
free. Now, remember, Part A is the hospital insurance. Right. So you would be able to buy it, but you wouldn't get it free because you didn't pay in your Medicare taxes. Um, so those are situations where you still can get it once you turn age 65. You just have to pay for it now. And to buy it, the cost is $411 each month to buy Part A, which is Ooh. the hospital insurance. Ouch. Now, in most cases, if you choose to buy Part A, you also have to have Part B, which is the medical insurance component. And so you would be paying premiums, monthly premiums for both Part A and Part B. Right. So now, to, like you said earlier, you mentioned something, you know, when you get older, you retire, you, you may be on limited or fixed income and you may have limited resources. So for somebody who's in one of those situations, I mean, things happen, unfortunately, unfortunately, of course, for somebody who's in a situation where they may have uh, limited income uh is there anything that maybe the, the state or the federal government can do to help them? Yes. Um, there are resources available. If you have limited income, the state may be able to help you with programs that it has in place to pay for Part A and or Part B. And also, you can visit the Social Security website at www.socialsecurity.gov and get more information. And we'll talk about that a little later in the program, too. Some federal programs that are available to assist low-income people and uh, provide financial aid to them, basically, so that they can afford to pay the premiums for Medicare so that they can get uh, the insurance. You can also call Social Security at 1-800-772-1213. Shout out to the Social Security Department. Yes, All right, so yes. we've dug uh, you know a little ways into Part A. Before we get too far into it, I want I want to stick into uh, Part B for a second, and uh, you know see how that feels. So, uh, Part B, I understand the cost of Part A is four hundred and eleven dollars, which is you know stout, I think, for somebody who might be on a fixed income. So, yes. Part B is already a monthly fee. That's not something that you would co- be covered by taxes. So, what? Tell me a little bit about Part B. So, for Part B, that's your standard medical insurance. That again that's going to cover doctor services, lab tests, um, outpatient services. And the premium amount for that is $121.80. That's the least amount you can expect to pay. That premium can be higher depending on what your income is. Ah. But the minimum amount you could expect to pay for Part B coverage is $121.80. Most people who get Social Security benefits will continue to pay the same Part B premium amount in 2016 as they paid in 2015 because there wasn't a cost of living increase for 2016 Social Security benefits. Now, why would the cost of Part B be income dependent? I don't know if that's something that might be something to ask the Social Security Department or yeah. (laughs) It's income dependent because it's like purchasing medical insurance. And so the more money you earn, um, the higher your premium is going to be. Right. Because, I mean, that's a, a simple answer, but it's tied to your income because you're paying according to what you can afford to pay. It's not the medical insurance, you're not eligible for it based on taxes you've paid. Remember, you've to be eligible for Part A, you've been paying in all along through right. your employment. To be eligible for Part B, you never paid in any money at all. Right. So it's just like purchasing um, a group 
plan insurance coverage. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to pay according to what your income is. Now, I was under the impression when you turned 65, you had to sign up for Medicare. It's not just something that happens to you automatically. Is that necessarily true? You're automatically eligible for Part A. You have to purchase Part B. And yes, it is true that you have to sign up for Medicare right. when you turn age 65. Yeah, it won't just, you won't just naturally roll over into it. Exactly. Yeah. You, there's an enrollment period. And we'll talk about that too. There is a period of time within which you have to enroll in Medicare. And if you miss that enrollment period, you're charged a late enrollment penalty fee. So it's important to know um, when that enrollment period is. And generally, it's a seven-month period that begins three months before you turn 65 and goes four months after you turn 65. So let's say I was turning 65 today, which I'm not, but I hope to get to that date. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? Yes, I want to live to see 65. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So if I was turning 65 today, my enrollment period begins three months before October the 3rd. And then it will last f- until four months after October the 3rd. Now, if I miss that seven-month window, I can still enroll. I'm not prevented from enrolling. However, once I pass that window, I'm going to be charged a late enrollment fee. And that late enrollment fee is 10% for each 12-month period that I could have had Part B, but I didn't sign up for it. And so as long as I have missed that seven-month window and I signed up, up for Medicare after that, as long as I'm paying those premiums, I will continue to pay that 10% extra on my monthly premiums. Right. Now, Medicare is one of those things I was under the impression is, you know, I, honestly, I thought it was kind of simple. You sign up, they, they send you a bill, you, you pay it, you're on your way. By the sound of it, this sounds like something that might be a little bit more dense than just a kind of a casual thing. I mean, along with monthly payments, what else would somebody have to worry about? Premiums? That's or? a good question. That's a that's an excellent question. And that's what everyone wants to know. What am I going to have to pay on Medicare? Because oftentimes people think, well, I'm going to get Medicare and I won't have to pay for any of my medical expenses. Right. And that's just not true. Unfortunately, we're not there yet. <laughs> um, so for <laughs> Medicare, you're going to have to pay generally you will have to pay your premium for Medicare Part B, which is your um, health and your medical insurance. So you have to pay a monthly premium for that. You're going to have to pay deductibles, co-payments, and co-insurance. So those are all costs that you have to pay. And any services that aren't covered by Medicare, if you need those services or you want them, you will have to pay 100% of whatever those medical services are. So there's still some costs, some out-of-pocket costs that each person has to pay even though they have Medicare. And even though they have to pay those costs, having Medicare is still better than not having Medicare coverage. Right. Now, something I've been wanting to ask about, I've been itching to ask about since we started this, uh, I wanted to inquire. My, my, my grandparents, you know, I love them to death. They have this thing. It sounds like Medicare, but I'm not sure if it's the same or if it's different. I mean, I don't know what the score is. It's called a Medicare Advantage Plan. I'm hoping you can give me a little insight as to what that is. I mean, is that just normal Medicare? That is Medicare, but that's another alphabet 
that is considered Part C really? of Medicare. Oh yes. wow! So we've got these alphabets just coming in, coming <laughs> yeah. into the we show. We got letters just rolling down <laughs> the rolling line. Around. Yeah. They're jumping around here. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we've got Part C, and that's con- that's where you get coverage for your prescription drugs. If you need prescription drugs, for example, let's say you suffer from high blood pressure or diabetes or you have some type of dementia or whatever your medical illness may be, if it's chronic and long term, generally you're going to need medication to deal with either the underlying disease or the symptoms. And so in those cases, you would want to have prescription drug coverage. That's where Part C comes in. And you will get that Medicare prescription drug coverage under a Medicare Advantage plan, which is an HMO or a PPO. Right. So you would go to an agent and you would inquire about those type of plans to determine what type of drug coverage those plans offer. Then there's also Part D. And if you have Part A and Part B, you can also purchase Part D, which is a Medicare prescription drug plan. So we've got four alphabets now that we're talking about a b c and d certainly a lot to dig into here in the uh the next segment believe it or not i think yes. we're out of time in this one yes because in order to have your prescription coverage in order to be eligible to have that prescription coverage you have to have parts a and b and then you have to live in an area that has a part c plan which is the medicare advantage plan you talked about right you're also going to pay a monthly premium for the part c and it's just as if you had a private medical insurance plan they do offer offer uh, mailing in your prescription you can order by mail you can get a three-month supply ahead of time they're fairly good about reminding you and keeping on top of your prescriptions and notifying you when it's time to reorder so it works very very much like private health insurance again it's just that these are unbundled services that you have to purchase separately under medicare right well um Certainly a lot to dig into here in the, uh, the, the the next bit, I think. We'll jump yes. right into part C and D. Yes, and we are about to go to break again. But stay with us because we've got more alphabets to talk about and we've got more federal aid programs Finding to talk you about. you her will and testament for good radio. You're tuned in to It's the Law with Kathy Rue on RNCN. property owner or manager in a commercial building with a flat or slightly sloped roof? Hey, Dave Custable here with Trivan Roofing. Texas heat is brutal on roofs. What is the condition of your roof? Your roof is your first line of defense. Does your roof reflect or absorb the Texas sun? Is your roof cracked, split, or shrinking away from the edges? If you don't know, call Trivan Roofing for a complete roof analysis. We will inspect, photograph, and discuss our findings with you free of charge. Need a roof replacement? Partner with Trivan Roofing and enjoy the benefits of Duralast Roof System. Duralast has been custom fabricating single-ply roof systems for over 35 years. Duralast white material reflects heat, resists cooking grease, is Class A fire retardant, and Class 4 Hail Impact Resistant all comes with a 15-year material and labor warranty with consequential damage coverage included. Call Drive-In Roofing now at 817-891-7313, 817-891-7313, or online at trivanroofing.com. That's trivanroofing.com. Once again, it's time to check your vehicle registration sticker. We've developed some helpful ways you can remind yourself it's time to renew, like sending yourself a singing telegram. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
It's time to renew your vehicle registration And Bob, we look forward to your cooperation If you don't renew it, there'll be heartache and sorrow And your girlfriend believe you and your tiny dog will follow Or you can look at the numbers on your registration sticker This is your new Texas Department of Motor Vehicles asking When do you renew? Hi, my name's Pam Goodwin with Goodwin Commercial. I am the CEO president for Goodwin Commercial. Goodwin Commercial is a boutique commercial real estate company. We specialize in finding site locations for restaurants. We develop property and we help people buy their first investment property. Give us a call today at 214-929-9013 or connect with us on LinkedIn. Also visit our website at goodwincommercial.com. My name is Tim Lovett, and this is my American story. When I was in Iraq, basically a suicide bomber came up and, and tried to blow our truck up. And so I came back and kind of uh, uh, had a difficult time transitioning. I saw what the other guys were going through, and I wanted to try to make that a little bit better. One of the biggest difficulties that vets are having is, is when we're in the military, everything is a one-stop shop. What Vet Corps is trying to do is we're trying to strategically place people who've been there, been through that transition and can directly relate to these individuals coming back. These men and women have sacrificed a lot and have gone through a lot and they're going to continue to go through a lot because a lot of times we can't make it on our own. We need help. Every one of us has a role to play in making our communities and our country stronger. Discover yours. Help us continue to make a difference in the life of our nation. Go to serve.gov and find the opportunity that works for you. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. You're tuned in to It's the Law with Kathy Rue on RNCN. Welcome back, everyone. We are here in the studio on this beautiful Monday afternoon with Kevin Ibling and Zach Lewis. Hello. And this is Kathy Roos coming to you from Dallas. And we are talking about Medicare today. And I just want to give myself a plug, a shout out really quickly. I've been practicing law for over 20 years. My practice is mostly probate, estate planning, elder law and guardianship. But I do have a general civil practice where I handle other types of cases, such as family law cases, divorces, child custody, child support, foreclosures, evictions, IRS tax controversies, any type of civil matter at the state or federal level, um, I am open to considering that case and accepting it for representation. So please feel free to call me. You can reach me at 817-874-8877, or you can visit my website at www.kathyrulaw.com. And Kevin, if they want to reach us here at the show, how can they get in touch with us? Uh, the best way, you can email us at itsthelawwithkathyrue at gmail.com. That's itsthelawwithkathyrue with two W's at gmail.com. Or if you want to call in, you can reach us at 214-455-0534. And check us out on iTunes. If in, if you have the time, go ahead and give us a rating on there. And... Um, I think that's pretty much it. And like my Facebook oh, page. Just give that us a little like on thumb. Facebook, too. Go to my Facebook page. It's The Law with Kathy Rue. Give us a like. That'll help my ratings a lot. And we've got an upcoming show this month at the Texas State Fair. So I'm super excited about that. I can't wait to go to the State Fair and broadcast live and try some of the wonderful deep fried food. Of course, I want something deep fried. <laughs> Absolutely. So whether it's Oreos or whatever else they have, I'm getting for it i can't wait 
Um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be coming the, later this month. We'll, we'll make an announcement on Facebook, I think. Yes. We'll yeah. make a big announcement. Everybody come out and see us. You can swing by and buy me a funnel cake. It'll be great. Yes, yep. funnel yeah. cake. Mm. <laughs> Get on the Love mic with us. Cake. Ask a question if you need to. Sure. Yes. So, Kathy, one thing I wanted to kind of jump into, I, I know I kind of threw you uh, what, what I hope was like a, kind of a softball question in the first segment, but uh, parts A and B of Medicare uh, do not necessarily need to be bundled. And I wanted to ask the same thing about Part C and D. Do they come together? Or are they separate? Part C and D are separate plans. C is the Medicare Advantage plan that you mentioned earlier um, in terms of your grandparents. Of course. And then Part D is the prescription drug plan that Medicare offers. And so Part D is going to pay for generic and name brand drugs. And you can get Part D by either joining a standalone prescription drug plan or you can buy a Medicare Advantage plan that includes drug coverage, which would be your Part C. And that's where you would purchase the HMO or the PPO. And part of that would be the prescription drug coverage. Right. Um, But Part D is separate. Part D is if you have Part A and Part B, which is hospital and medical insurance, and then you need something for your prescription medication, then you would get Medicare Part D. Right. Now, one thing, I, I, I honestly feel like we could probably talk about Medicare, Medicare Part C and D uh, for probably a whole episode, because if there's anything people want to know, it's one, how much does it cost, and two, what do I get? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> these, these, this is one of those things, like, where, where are the questions. prescriptions coming from? <laughs> yeah, that's what people want to know, so... As far as Medicare Part C goes, I think we've covered that pretty well. It's kind of something you set up on your own. Medicare Part D, though, is offered through Medicare, correct? Yes. It's if you're determined, and they provide financial assistance under certain circumstances. Oh. So if you need prescription drugs uh, and you are determined eligible for the Qualified Medicare Beneficiary Program, also known as QMB, there, we've got some more alphabets coming in here. QMB, oh my gosh. Or if you're determined eligible for the Special Low Income Medicare Beneficiary Program, which is the SLMB program. Wow. Or <laughs> if you're determined eligible for the Qualifying Individuals 1 program, which is the QI1, then you're automatically eligible for a low-income subsidy for Medicare Part D, which is your prescription coverage. I hope everybody's got their notes out. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll go over that one time really quickly. If you're eligible for the QMB program, the SLMB program, or the QI1 program, then you're automatically eligible to receive a subsidy, a low-income subsidy, to help pay the premiums for Medicare Part D, which is your prescription drug coverage. Now, if you want to get more information on Medicare Part D, uh, there's there is the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and they publish a handbook called Medicare and You. And it describes the different types of Medicare coverages and health plan options that are available. Now, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services will mail this handbook to Medicare beneficiaries each year. But if you don't receive one in the mail, you can go online and it's available there. It's at www.medicare.gov. Go to their publications tab and you can search for the Medicare handbook 
or you can call Medicare and have them mail you a handbook. And the number is 1-800-MEDICARE or 1-800-633-4227. 1-800-MEDICARE. Certainly easy to remember. Or if you'd like, 1-800-MED-I-CARE. Yes. Which is cool. And so, <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool. It's fine. Whatever. Med I can. Right. So one of the things. That's a good way to remember it, though, actually. Yeah. So the, the other thing to remember, too, is that in terms of premiums, you do, you will have to pay a premium, just like you have to pay a premium for Part D, which is your medical insurance. You have to pay a premium for Part um, D, which is your drug prescription. And if you don't sign up for it when you're first eligible, the same late enrollment penalty applies and you will have to pay that late enrollment penalty for Part D. Right. Now, Part and, D, sorry, go ahead. Well, and again, the monthly premiums for Part D vary according to your income. So higher income income consumers are going to pay a higher premium for Part D prescription coverage. Right. Now, this is something I wanted to dig into a little bit with Part D. I, you know, I understand with different uh, different employers, different health insurance plans, often the costs of pharmaceutical drugs can vary by individual based on your insurance and how much they cover versus how much you pay. Uh, so for something like Medicare, I would assume you'd probably have pretty great, you know, uh, coverage. But I, I'm curious, you know, what is what it what, what does your actual drug plan cost vary? I mean, how, how, how does that pan out with Yeah, and, and it's just like private insurance. It varies. The cost for your actual drug plan are going to vary depending on different factors. For example, it depends on the type of drug that you're taking. It depends on what your prescription drug is. It depends on the plan you choose and the coverage that that plan offers. It depends on whether you go to a pharmacy that's in your plans network or that is out of your plans network. It depends on whether the drugs you use are on your plans formulary. And you can get extra help paying your Medicare Part D cost if you meet certain income and resource limits. You may qualify for extra help, which is the programs we discussed earlier, the QMB, the SLMB, and the QI1 to help uh, provide a subsidy and pay for your prescription drugs. But just to give you an example of what you can expect cost to be, for 2016, it's $2.95 for each generic prescription drug, and it's $7.40 for each name brand prescription drug. Now, that is going to apply if your income is for an individual, $17,820 a year, and for a couple, $24,030 a year. Um, there's also an asset eligibility criteria, and for an individual, that's $13,640. For a couple, it's $27,250. So that's those income and asset limits or where you would need to be either at or below in order to get the extra help for the Medicare Part D costs. Right. Now, we don't have much time left in this segment, but something I wanted to ask about, I mean, Medicare covers, and maybe this is a question for the next one, because uh, we only have about a minute left. Medicare covers, or can cover, I guess, per individual, uh, health and, you know, hospital insurance, medical insurance, prescription needs, uh 
What does Medicare not cover? That's an excellent question because people need to know. um, It's important for them to know what services are covered. They also need to know what's not covered so they can plan for that. Of course. And one of the important costs that Medicare does not cover is nursing home care. And that would be covered by Medicaid. And that's our next show, hopefully at the state fair. Right, yeah. But Medicare only pays for medically necessary care um, <clears throat> provided, excuse me, I think I misspoke here. <laughs> Medicare covers most long-term care. It only pays for medically necessary care provided in a nursing home. Um, it will cover custodial care if it's the only kind of care you need. Um, custodial care can be care that um, where you need help with walking, getting in and out of the bed, dressing, bathing, shopping, eating, and taking medicine. Uh, The thing about Medicare is it's only going to cover 100 days of skilled nursing home care. And then that's why you have to plan for getting Medicaid. So Medicare does cover long-term care, which would include nursing home care, but it'll only cover the first 100 days of that skilled nursing home care then after that you would need to uh, have Medicaid to pick up any additional cost for that nursing home care right well I think that's uh, certainly some food for thought I think we should dig back into it here in the uh, in the next segment okay that sounds good uh, are we ready for a break Kevin believe it or not we are about to go to our break right now thanks for listening stay tuned we'll be back it's the law with Kathy Rue Stay tuned. More of It's the Law next on RNCN. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Hi, this is Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings because of test scores. When your student has a great score, they can get free college. I am giving away my 15 secrets to free college. Go to my website, collegeprepgenius.com. Click on 15 secrets to free college and use the code radio. You're going to learn the secret formula that colleges use to get you free college. So again, that's www.collegeprepgenius.com. I'm a third grade teacher. I'm a school bus driver. I am a parent. I am a teacher's aide. And I agree to be identified as a caring adult who pledges to help bullied students. I will listen carefully to all students who seek my help. And act on their behalf. To put an immediate stop to bullying. I will work with other caring adults to create a safe learning environment for all the students in my school. In my school. In my school. In my school. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, President of the National Education Association. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bullyfree. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. Bully-free. It starts with me. Visit nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the National Education Association. Who says green can't be clean? Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safer on pets and people, yet tough on dirt. 
If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We were responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored Texas National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Broadcasting with the power of attorney. You're listening to It's the Law with Kathy Rue on RNCN. Welcome back, everyone. We are in our last segment of today's show, and um, we are talking about Medicare benefits. We are. For people age 65 and older. And the last topic we left off discussing was services that Medicare doesn't cover. And we discussed how Medicare doesn't cover more than 100 days of skilled nursing home care um, during a, a benefit period that is following a hospital stay. And I just wanted to add additional information to that, which is that Medicare Part A, which is your hospital insurance, it's going to begin the first day you receive a Medicare covered service, and it ends when you have been out of the hospital or a skilled nursing home for 60 days in a row. So it's important to know those limitations, because you may need to plan for other to have other insurance or private resources cover any gaps in your Medicare insurance coverage. Um, other items or other services that Medicare doesn't cover are homemaker services, private duty nursing care, most dental care and dentures are not covered under Medicare, um, health care while you're traveling outside the United States. And there are certain exceptions to that, but the general rule is that if you're traveling outside the U.S., um, medical services will not be covered under Medicare. Cosmetic surgery and routine foot care is not covered under Medicare. Routine foot care. Routine foot like care. Pedicures, I suppose. <laughs> I don't think that's ru- routine foot care. I suppose it would be. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you needed, um, if you had toenail fungus and needed to have debridement oh, done. Oh, sure. Athlete's foot Maybe or something athlete's like foot. Yeah, oh. routine foot care. I'm not sure exactly what those specific services are. I think it's <laughs> going to be dependent on the plan you have. Yeah. And then routine eye care, eyeglasses, and hearing aid are not covered under Medicare. Which is a bummer because which eye is a care bummer. is one of those things that, uh, you know, the older you get, the more the tougher it is. That, I myself wear contacts. Yeah, I can understand that. So with all of these things that aren't covered by Medicare, is there any kind of... Um I don't know, a supplementary service that can help you out, maybe through uh, some kind of private insurance? Yes, that's exactly right. There is Medicare supplement insurance, and you can buy that. It's also called Medigap insurance. Medigap. Medigap, and it's specifically designed to cover the gaps in health insurance uh, that Medicare doesn't cover. So it can help pay some of your out-of-pocket costs. It can cover... 
um, without, you know, coinsurance, it can cover deductibles. Those are the type of subsidies or the type of assistance that the Medicap policies will cover. And you, of course, you have to pay for a Medigap policy, right. but your premium is generally going to be cheaper than the cost you would pay for any gaps in your insurance. And the Medicare supplement policies are only going to work with Medicare insurance. Um, there are situations where you may not need Medicare supplement. For example, if you have a group health insurance through your employer, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, which is the private insurance, such as an HMO or PPO, generally you won't need Medicare supplement insurance. If you have, if you're eligible or you're on the Q&B program, uh, you generally won't need the supplement because that program is designed to provide a subsidy to low-income consumers. And if you have other insurance, other type of health insurance, you need to talk with your insurance company or your agent to see how it works with Medicare and how it works with Medicare supplement insurance programs. Right. Now, something you said something that caught my ear there. For those that weren't uh, may, may not have joined us in the previous segment, uh, you, you rattled off a bunch of uh, acronyms for, 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 for services through Medicare, and you just mentioned one, and I want to dig into it a little bit, QMB, the yes. Qualified Medicare Beneficiary Program. What can you tell us about that? Yes. That's a program that covers Medicare cost sharing requirements for certain low-income beneficiaries. And so the QMB program would cover cost for your monthly premiums under Parts A and B, also your Medicare deductibles and Medicare coinsurance. So if you're a low-income beneficiary and you need assistance with paying for those Medicare costs, you can inquire into and apply to see if you are eligible for the QMB program. And if you go to a doctor who accepts Medicare and QMB benefits, you shouldn't be charged for any deductibles and you shouldn't pay any more than two or three dollars per visit as coinsurance, which, as you can see, yeah. is, a, is a huge savings, that's a um, big deal. which low income people need, of course. Um, but that that's very helpful to them in terms of getting medical services maintaining medical services and keeping continuity of care with their with a primary care physician um who's eligible for the QMB program well what is that that's basically what is considered a low income beneficiary to be enrolled or to qualify you would have to be enrolled in Medicare Part A you'd have to be a Texas resident you have to be a US citizen and you have to have monthly income of $1010 or less for an individual or $1355 or less for a couple There's also an asset criteria. So for an individual, you have to have assets valued at $7,280 or less. And for a couple, you have to have assets valued at $10,930 or less. Now, if you want to learn more about QMB benefits, you can call the Elder Helpline, <laughs> the Elder Helpline at 
5337. You can also mail or fax in an application to Medicare. And you should get a decision on your application within about 45 days from the date of your application. If you don't, you can contact your local Social Security office or you can contact a legal aid services program to get help with qualifying for these benefits or determining the status of your application. You know, I, uh, I know it's exclusively for low-income beneficiaries, and it's logical in the big scheme of things, but a couple bucks for a doctor's visit, I think we could all use a little bit of that low-cost love, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it would, would be nice if those, Q, I would, yeah. <laughs> those Q&B alphabets applied to everybody. I would love getting sick. But you have to happens. wait till you're 65. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, of course. Um, along with uh, low-income uh, beneficiary programs, QMB, you mentioned a couple others, and I wanted, I wanted to get to one. SLMB. Special Low Income Medicare Beneficiary. That is quite the acronym. What can you tell me about that? Yes, that program is um, a Medicare program that pays for monthly premiums for Part B. Remember earlier we talked about Part B of Medicare is considered medical insurance, and that covers your doctor's visits, lab tests, x-rays, preventive care, uh, certain home health care. And so you're required to pay a, everyone is, everyone's required to pay a monthly premium to have Medicare Part B. Uh, if you're a low income beneficiary, then you may qualify for the SLMB program, which subsidizes your monthly premiums under Part B. There is a gain in income and an asset criteria. So for an individual, your monthly income has to be $1,208 or less to be eligible, and your assets have to be $7,280 or less to be eligible. If you're a couple, your income has to be $1,622 or less, and your assets have to be valued at $10,930 or less and that's for 2016 and so that criteria changes every year but those are the the limits for 2016 for slmb program all right now there's a lot more we could get to but we only have a couple minutes here left in this show and before we move on to anything else maybe we should save it for another one because again we we could talk about medicare forever um i wanted to ask and this might be a little bit of a curveball question for you but you know, Medicare is one of those things, as I get older, I, I think, oh, I'll just worry about that later. Is there anything I should be doing or looking out for now to kind of plan ahead for the future as far as Medicare is concerned? Well, you can start inquiring now, uh, contacting agents who sell Medicare policies and start reviewing the plans. Again, you can contact um, the Medicare center that I referenced earlier and get them to send you a handbook. They you can go online and view it and download it as a PDF. Um, things that the another thing to remember is if you need to buy a Medicare supplement policy, you get a 30 day free look. So you can purchase that policy. And if you're not satisfied with it within 30 days, you can return it and get your money back. No questions asked. There are other things you can do to protect yourself. If you're purchasing from an insurance company or an agent, make sure that they're licensed. And you can call the Texas Department of Insurance's Consumer Helpline to find out which agents and which companies are licensed to purchase um, Medicare 
and ask your friends and families for recommendations. If you have friends who are elderly and who are participating in the program, uh, you may want to talk to them about their experiences and ask them questions about what you should look out for, what you should know about, what you should inquire about. Be careful about agents who drop or switch plans. They're not supposed to do that. um, And they're not supposed to rush you. And don't sign any application before you read it. Those are all some good tips. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. I so enjoyed visiting with everyone, all of my listeners, and talking about Medicare. If you have any questions, you can call me at 817-874-8877. Or you can visit my website at www.kathyrulaw.com. It's been a pleasure, Zach and Kevin. Thanks for the chat. Thank you. Everyone have a great week. Be blessed. Take care. Stay safe. And tune in for our next show at the Texas State Fair, where we'll talk more about It's the Law with Kathy Rue. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. With all the crazy weather in Texas, you never know when Mother Nature might strike. There's hail, tornadoes, floods, fire, hurricanes, and so many more. When tragedy strikes, we all need someone to turn to. John Irwin is a licensed and bonded public insurance adjuster right here in DFW and has a stellar reputation as the guy you can count on for all your claim adjustment needs. John is the man you need when the unpredictable occurs. John can handle just about any weather damage you can think of and more. From hurricanes to water leaks, from lightning to vandalism, John Irwin can help. Don't wait. Give John a call today at 972-372-4990. That's 972-372-4990. Or visit us online at insurance911claimspecialist.com. That's insurance911claimspecialist.com. Hi, I'm Debbie Sardone, founder of Cleaning for a Reason, a national nonprofit dedicated to cleaning the homes of women battling cancer. We recently partnered with Ford Warriors in Pink to help provide more good days to women fighting breast cancer. Ford has been active in the fight against cancer since 1993 and are dedicated to helping those touched by this devastating disease through actions that support, inspire, and empower patients, survivors, and co-survivors throughout their journey. This year, Cleaning for a Reason and Ford Warriors in Pink will provide 500 additional house cleanings to women battling breast cancer. To find out how you can help or receive this gift, just go to cleaningforareason.org or warriorsinpink.ford.com. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Real Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. 
Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. As an adult, you probably don't think much about vaccines, but the truth is, more adults than kids die every year from diseases that vaccines can prevent. Vaccines are recommended throughout our lives to maintain our immunity. Staying up to date isn't as hard as you think. Many vaccines are needed only once or in a short series of doses over a few months. There are only two vaccines that need to be repeated regularly, flu vaccine every year and tetanus vaccine every 10 years. To find out which vaccines you need, visit adultvaccination.org. Life is full of things you can't protect against. Vaccine-preventable diseases is not one of them. This is Dr. Bill Schaffner of the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases, urging you to ask about vaccination the next time you're in your doctor's office or at your local pharmacy. Vaccines are safe, effective, and the best protection for you and those you love. Visit adultvaccination.org for more information. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio.